Welcome to the Grace on a Mission podcast, reflections on the depth and width of God's love for us. Grace on a Mission is a weekly podcast of the sermons from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Garland, Texas. We invite you to visit us at gloriadaygarland.org. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. I remember when I was a kid, I oftentimes, you know, typical boy who's hungry, would uh, roam around the kitchen, open the cupboards, kind of not real happy with what I see. Then I would hope, open the fridge, yeah, and I'd close the fridge and I'd go, Mom, we don't have anything to eat. <laughs> Which, of course, was an overstatement. And my mom would always nicely, kindly respond, something like, there's plenty of fruit. Why don't you have an apple? Well, I don't want, I don't want an apple. I, I wanted some Cheetos or, or, or you know, something salty or you know, whatever, so, some kind of fun snack. But instead, I had to have some fruit. Well, it wasn't until I became an adult when I, I gained more of an appreciation for, for food and especially fruit. Um, I love fruit. And one of the fruits I love are grapes. I found some really awesome grapes the other day and they're huge. And I uh, just absolutely love the flavor of them. And uh, sorry, I'm eating it in front of you, but um, I, I brought the grapes because we've got another story about a vineyard. A uh, parable from Jesus. Another parable that's uh, told to the scribes and Pharisees, the ones who are always trying to call him out on the things that he says and, and call him a heretic and all these things. And and so some of his harshest parables are, are spoken to these scribes and Pharisees. And this is another one that really, it's, it's kind of hard to read because you, you hear these things of he's telling the stories of uh, the the workers, um, the the tenants uh, that are uh, supposed to be taking care of the vineyard decide they're going to take the vineyard and they're going to get rid of and kill um, anyone that uh, any tenant that is there and and it's just it's just a, a really kind of interesting story. And it, it makes me think about if, if we think of creation, what God, all that God has given us. God has given that to us for us to take care of. He's leased it all to us so that we could take care of it so that there would be fruits of our labor, so to speak. Whether that's taking care of literally creation itself, uh, the, the land in which is around us. Certainly we see, we see abuses of that all over in our world where people don't take care of it with pollution and, and all these things. He's, he's asked us to take care of the animals. And of course, today we celebrate that, that we get to take care of all of our, our little creatures and, and uh, they bring us joy. And the better care we take of them, the more positively they are, they respond to us and, and care for us. Our pets 
often do sort of care for us. They give us joy. They give us that unconditional love sometimes. And so God has called us to take care of all these things. But we see in this parable that not only do these tenants not take care of the vineyard, they abuse it and they abuse the workers that are there. And even the heir, the son, surely they won't do anything to the son, the heir of this vineyard, but they do. They, they do the same thing to the son. They get rid of him and they keep hoarding all of this to themselves, keeping all this harvest to themselves. And isn't that a little bit of a representative sometimes of how we can be? I mean, let's just really admit it, right? Sometimes we want to hold on, hold on to our fruit. No, this is my fruit. You can't have any. I don't want to share it with you. Sometimes we can abuse the creation that God has given us. And then Jesus comes in with a line, a sort of a zinger for the scribes. And he says, have you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. You see, he challenges them because the, the human thing to do would be to react to those, um, the, you know, they, they say, he will put those wretches to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants. That's what the scribes say. That's what they should do, right? And in a sense, they're right because in that culture, that's what would have happened. But Jesus isn't looking for the right answer. Jesus is looking for the real answer. And the real answer is the son has been sent into the world and has been the stone that's been rejected and even killed on the cross. That's what's happening. That's the comparison here in this parable that the vineyard belongs to God and God sent his son and the people, the empire got rid of him. When the chief priests and, and the Pharisees heard this, his parables, they realized that he was speaking about them. See, they, they suddenly realized that he was calling them out on their behavior and on their, the way that they used the law to really abuse people. They wanted to arrest him, it says, but they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. The crowd at that time did regard him as a prophet. But of course we would find out later that everybody, everybody turns on Jesus, right? Instead of tending, instead of tending 
to the vineyard, we often don't take care of it. This parable, it begs the question, will we hoard our blessings or share them? Will we hold tightly to the fruits of our labor or bless others with them? You see this bowl of fruit, I've got 10 grapes. I already ate one. I could eat seven more of those. That, that's eight. And then give one away and save one of them for later. That's how it works, right? That's how stewardship works. That's how taking care of things works. 80% of it we can use for our, for our lives to have a quality of life. And God calls us to give another 10 away, to return it to God for the ministry of the gospel. Reverend Dr. David Lose says this, in the end, you see, this parable isn't about wicked tenants or Pharisees or Matthew's community or even us. It's rather about God. God, the one who entrusted us with all good things, blessing us beyond the dreams of our grandparents. God, the one who even when disappointed by what we do with those blessings, yet comes to us in love. God, the one who weeps over the injustices of the world, embraces those who fall short and promises to never ever give up on anyone. Not those tenants, not Matthew with his penchant for violent rhetoric, not even us when we refuse to recognize others, all others, as God's beloved children and instead view them as competitors or threats. So, dear friends, I ask you and me, all of us today, are we willing to take care of all of God's creation and not hoard the fruit for ourselves, but give the fruit away with generous hearts? Do we share our blessings to get God's favor? No, absolutely not. That's not how it works, for we've been saved by grace through faith, for Christ's sake. We've been saved through grace already. But we are asked to share the fruit with others. This grace frees us to live a life of hope, courage, and generosity. So perhaps today, the next time we bite into a piece of fruit or have a bowl of grapes, may it remind us of all that God has given us so freely and that that is meant to be taken care of the best we can and share with those around us so that we don't live in the death of Jesus Christ, but we live in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is about light and love and life and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Grace on a Mission. Please join us next week as we explore the depth and width of God's love for us. We invite you to visit us at GloriaDayGarland.org.